Simon, your wife is hurting. What she needs is safety. It would be best at this time if you moved out of the house so she and the kids could move back in. The first step in reconciling a broken relationship is safety, said our first ever counselor who loved the Lord and was helping us fight for our marriage. This post is not about the testimony of my marriage. I don't feel called to go into all that right now. And if you know, you know. If you're a Revelation Wellness instructor, you know. It's definitely a story for the history books of God. Our marriage was very broken, and by God's grace, we remain faithful to our vows with the choices we made, for better or for worse. Through faithfulness, God is making us whole. What I feel compelled to write and talk about is safety. When someone is hurt, they will only take steps towards a new way or a new life once they sense they are safe. First, physically, food, water, warmth, shelter, then emotionally. If you're reading this, you are most likely physically safe. Let's talk about emotional safety. My working definition of emotional safety is this. Feeling confident that you can express loving or hurtful thoughts and feelings with another without fearing further relational harm to yourself or causing harm to another. Right now in your life, how emotionally safe do you feel? Oh my goodness, what the world needs now is safe people. With so many people hurting and wading through an ocean of loss and pain, the first step to regaining ground is safety. The world needs more safe people. I hope and pray that I am a safe person. I hope and pray that those I have the honor of discipling are making it their goal to be safe people. I hope we all aim to be safe people who can stand with the hurting, not wag a finger, tap a toe, or fold our arms in judgment and disbelief. Safe people default to love. Love at all times because they know that they know they are deeply loved. And those who know they are deeply loved are safe. They do not fear. And they especially do not fear man. Because they know they are loved by God, they know they are here to provide love and care for mankind, just like Jesus did. People who know they are safe are as bold as lions. They go to war for the care and the freedom of others. Safe people are like first responders and EMTs who know they are equipped and trained to step back onto the battlefield, the very place where they took a wrong step and got their face blown off. They look to God to save them. They look to God for their safety. And in seeing him, their faces were restored by a radiance without shame. Safe people are purveyors of peace. Safe people know where their help comes from. They are agile and ready to run into the fire to save another, even if it costs them their own lives. 
They refuse to step back into the shadows to stay safe and protect themselves. Safe people fear God only and have no fear of man. And when offended by another, safe people have no fear. When wounded by a weapon of the enemy that isn't people, the only thing safe people fear is not going to God first when injured. Then when stuck in a trap of unforgiveness, without fear, they go to the other person who the enemy used to hurt them. They do not fear hurting the other person or disrupting friendship because they want to stay free and set others free from the ongoing use of a weapon or a trap of the enemy. Safe people know they are safe, so they don't fear conflict. They go low and kindly to another, and they bring the safety of heaven with them. Remember, our working definition of emotional safety, safety is feeling confident that you can express loving or hurtful feelings without fearing further relational harm to yourself or causing harm to another. Friends, every human being will fail you, but God never will. Your safety is found in him and him alone to become a lighthouse, a city on a hill, a city of refuge, a place where hurting people can come. Let us grow in the knowledge of how safe we are in the Lord. Let us become so confident in the Lord that our safety in him drives us to a boldness where we can declare to live as Christ and to die as gain. Living in this wild and free safety will change our hearts and ultimately change the world. Well, that one came bleeding out of my bones. I don't know how much more to elaborate on this (laughs) other than practically. We must have a practice of knowing where our help comes from. We are so quick to run in our hurt or in our pain to a friend's advice, to social media, Google. We need to have more safe houses in the Lord. Like each one of us as a temple of the Holy Spirit, it's also a safe house. It's a place where you can go when you are lacking. Safe houses exist here in Arizona for people who have different needs, whether you're coming out of a battered relationship as a woman, or if you are um, a child in need because of abuse, if you are homeless and on the streets, there's shelter, there's refuge for everyone, granted, there's always more need, but they know where to go. My sense is we talk about the love of God, that we're loved by God. But even knowing more that you're loved, what knowing you're loved by God will produce in you is a bold sense of safety. So you don't fear man. If, if you have a conflict with someone, it never feels good. But because you've spent time with the Lord and you have sought him in your secret place, your safe place where he is your high tower, your refuge, your reward, he restores you. He puts you back on your feet. Not so you can ignore the problem, bury it, but so that you can boldly go in humility and love and confess the hurt or the pain or the not great thoughts or feelings 
that's my concern or worry that we spend a lot of time with practices and form and function of spiritual practices and disciplines of having a body and a mind that hurts that ultimately we don't know truly how safe we are in the Lord, in his love. Now, if you notice in my post, I was real clear that safety doesn't mean you'll never feel hurt. It actually means you will feel hurt, but you won't be afraid to rescue yourself as you run to him and then provide rescue for others. We are called to be in relationship with one another the body of Christ, that we would have unity as the father and son were one, that we would be one, but we will not do it. If we fear man, if we fear hurting another, if we fear my thoughts or my emotions shared might hurt you and we run away from the problem instead of drawing near, I'll have my own personal vulnerable moment here as a leader of something, there's this weird thing that happens to me. No matter how much I can say to someone, I love you. You're safe with me. Come to me. And no matter how much people know and hear that to be true, there's still this block because people don't want to disappoint me or don't want to hurt me. I imagine, man, if people do that with me, how much more do we do that with God? I'm just a woman who's leading something that God has called me to lead. And I am just another daughter trying to figure this thing out. I always feel like saying that line from Notting Hill. I'm just a girl looking at a boy, telling him to love me. <laughs> I'm just a girl looking at God and trying to make this as real and tangible and live it out here on earth as it is in heaven. Safe people. So here's a practical. If you know you just don't feel safe in the Lord, it's not going to be found in going to more people and looking for safety. You've got to go to the Lord and talk to him. Remember our working definition? Let's put this in the light of you are now in relationship with God, like talking to him, going to him in prayer, which is why prayer is so important. We have to be praying and talking with God. But if our working definition is feeling confident that you can express loving or hurtful, even hateful thoughts and feelings, without fearing further relational harm to yourself or to another, that's only God, only God. Because the minute I go to a human, there's some risk here. It's much riskier because they're not God, but God is an ever-present help. He is not like a man that he should lie. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother everlasting God, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, wonderful counselor. We minimize God in relationship here on earth. We've got to get our relationship from the high place, from the seated in the high places with Christ, who there is a part of you right now that is. And when we get that, when we can be honest about our hurt, our harms, whatever is going on, 
And y'all, this is important. You seek him in his word. I mean, good. Thank goodness. This is where Google comes in handy. Google Bible verses for feeling overlooked. Bible verses for feeling rejected. Bible verses for feeling whatever. Google that. Google and find these verses. Then jump into the word of God and let his written word speak to you. And then let him whisper to you as he draws you into the safe place. And then with safety, guess what, friends? He's going to send you out. (laughs) You're going to go back into the world. You're going to go back onto the battlefield. You don't just get to hide in the high tower and throw a blanket over your head and sit by the fire and drink cocoa. Although that's what Sabbath is for. That's what Sabbath is for. Do that. Rest. Pull the blanket. Drink the cocoa. Relax. But then the six days of a week, we are here to increase good. And we will not increase good unless we know we are loved and we, with knowing we are loved, we'll be safe people. Then we're truly unoffendable. So I guess today I'm just, I'm curious, where are the safe people? I am asking myself that question. Who are my, who are my safe people? Well, it's God because people fail me time and time again, not on purpose. And I love them. And it doesn't stop me from loving them, but it does remind me the safest place that I'm ever going to be is with God. And as I go out on the battlefield and get my face blown off, I will look to him and he restores it with radiance over and over again. I do want to live a life to get to the point where I say to live as Christ, to die is gain. What can this world do to me? But first, all of that comes from safety. So I pray today you would consider more than being a loving person. Are you a safe person? And you will not be a safe person if you do not know how safe you are in him. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Share this with someone else. It's totally free. They just have to sign up with their emails. And uh, I'll be back here when it's real, in real time. So whenever you see a message come through, you'll know, well, the Lord has put a finger, a fingerprint on my heart. And I hope it leaves you blessed today. Love you all. Leave comments. We'll talk below in the chat. Peace.